Tainbach, welcome to the Freedom Hut Tuesday, February 8th edition of the program. And we are stacked and racked. We're racked and stacked, as the case may be. A lot to talk about today. The COVID mask mandates dropping all over the place. Dropping like a soiled cloth mask that you've worn 15 times, knowing it does absolutely nothing for you, but a bunch of hysterics around you make you put it on your face. Anyway, people are starting to realize, wait a second. You mean that this was all just a charade? It was all theater? Yes, indeed. Ask them about the data and watch them stammer. Plus, Justin Trudeau up in Canada, the ultimate beta male, is shouting about how the Freedom Convoy is a bunch of swastika waivers because Trudeau is both dishonest and a moron. We'll discuss how the Canadian convoy is doing more for freedom in North America, for Western civilization, than any of the supposed guardians of our republic. And we'll also discuss uh, the latest on crime and what the realities, the legacies of BLM are, now that we're 18 months past the uh, start of BLM 2.0. And there's a big border crossing that's been shut down, by the way. Which one and what does it all mean? By the Freedom Convoy. We'll get into that in a moment. First, I want to talk to you about done-for-you real estate. Do you want to be a real estate investor? I knew that I did a couple of years ago. I met my friends at done-for-you real estate, and they had this really straightforward program to become a real estate investor. They really explain it to you in a way that you understand right away, and you get that this is stable, long-term real estate investing to give you monthly, monthly free cash flow, plus building up equity over time. Done For You took me through every step of the process, picking the city, the house, getting the loan set up, even getting a management company to help me find a tenant. And I am now on multiple Done For You houses. I just closed on another one uh, last week. All you have to do is go to doneforyoubuck.com to see how this works. That's doneforyoubuck.com. Go to this website now, doneforyoubuck.com. I think the photo of me has me without a beard, but it is me. And I am just as wise about real estate without a beard, I promise you. So go check it out, doneforyoubuck.com. So we've got the biggest border crossing uh, in North America, apparently. I did not even know. You learn something new every day in this business. Uh, the Detroit-Windsor border crossing has been uh, slowed down um, because, that's putting it mildly, uh, because of the trucker convoy. So the truckers are saying they're they're doing essentially a stoppage. I just want to point out to you that the left usually celebrates this kind of stuff. They, they generally love all of this stuff when you have workers uniting, coming together, a general strike. This was often talked about in the early days of the labor movement, a general strike. This is just a convoy that is, well... Really annoying a whole bunch of libs. But let's understand something very important here. Uh, you know, the same way that the French Revolution and the American Revolution were not the same and certainly did not have the same outcome. Right. The French Revolution led to not only tyranny in the revolution itself, but then, of course, the rise of the tyrant Napoleon and massive war across Europe. So you, you can't just say, well, all revolutions are the same. They're not. And not all work stoppage or road stoppage is the same either the canadian truckers want something that is very straightforward normalcy they want to go back to normal life the radicals are the people who are still like justin trudeau and many others 
demanding that you go through life with their idiotic, tyrannical mandates. Those are the radicals. I want life back to normal is not a radical idea or should not be. And that's what the Canadian convoy, the freedom convoy, is calling for. You're also seeing how not free the press is in Canada. Canadian broadcasting company, CBC, and and all these other newspapers, they all get subsidies from the state. They all get state funding. They are state media. There are very few entities in Canada that actually report the news and are not dependent on the government's whim. And they also are willing to abuse whatever rights the government will abuse, whatever rights those entities actually have if they go against government policy. So to the question, is Canada a free country? No, not really. Not really. It's a generally, you could say, a a generally attempting to be benevolent socialist state right it's it's not actually a free i don't look i haven't spent a lot of time in canada i don't plan to anytime soon lovely people from there but it's a little cold for my taste Uh, but we know that they don't actually have the same tradition of free speech that we do we know that for example years ago they got a lot of attention for criminalizing criminalizing usage of the wrong gender pronoun for people that think that they can change their gender because they say so So now we're in a place where we see that in Canada, you have to take dramatic action to stand up for the most basic freedoms. The fact that Justin Trudeau hates them, the 7,000 strong freedom convoy in Ottawa, he's calling them swastika waivers. It just goes to show you they can't actually engage with the argument here. What's the point of vaccine mandates? Really stop for a second. Ask yourself that question. What is the point of a vaccine mandate? The vaccines do not, do not prevent infection and transmission. At best, the vaccines have a protective effect for the individual against hospitalization and death, and certainly a far from perfect one, but the data does reflect that people who are at high risk, who have not gotten the shot, are at much greater risk than those who are at high risk by comorbidities and age who did get the shot. But that's it. So that should be the end of the conversation. We've told everybody this. If someone is choosing not to get the shot, that is their choice. There, there's no communal component of this anymore based on the science, based on the data. So what the heck is the big problem? Well, you have to understand, if they release their grip on the narrative, if all of a sudden people no longer have to sit around and listen to the propaganda, they might say, hold on. All of our elite institutions, whether it's in the U.S. or Canada, journalism, academia, elected elected government failed us in this pandemic horrifically failed us. And they failed while claiming to have the truth and have the answers and while acting like thugs and tyrants and telling everybody who opposed them or disagreed with them, shut up. This is about saving lives. They didn't save lives. All they did was make everything worse. And if people realize that, if enough people realize that, there are a lot of folks who never will. There are a lot of people for whom the most important thing is not having to come to grips with the reality here of uh, what, what they've done in the name of Fauciism. That is the single most important thing to them. I mean, people who believe, supported, and even worshipped Fauci all this time deserve a feeling of deep embarrassment that is growing inside them every day right now. Uh, they deserve that. Uh, they, they need that humbling. They need that painful humility 
because otherwise they'll just jump on to the next collectivist train. Oh, my gosh, we need to do all these things the government says to save us from climate change or to save us from gun violence. So it's important that they actually have to learn the lesson. They must learn the lesson here, which is that abandoning free discourse, free speech and a free society is never the answer. It's never the answer. This quasi martial law status of lockdowns that they created for us was always disastrous. It was always wrong. It was always unethical and immoral. And here we are now seeing the results of that. So you have to keep that. You have to keep that in mind as we go forward here. And the Canadian truckers are doing God's work right now. Honestly, Uh, who, who would have thought that a bunch of truckers from rural Canada coming together would do more for the cause of freedom than really any other group I can think of during this pandemic. Doctors were not speaking out in large numbers, despite many of them knowing the truth about masks and lockdowns and the uh, lack of effectiveness of vaccines as a spread-stopping mechanism. Right? They, they had, no, had no interest in coming forward, mostly. Not everyone, of course, speaking generalities here. Uh, but the truckers, they're actually doing it. And they are forcing a showdown with the government. I do worry. I do worry what's going to happen here because government power in the hands of psycho libs, they don't let that go willingly. They're willing to be brutal and think there's and be self-righteous about it. They're willing to act like tyrants and call themselves heroes. Justin Trudeau, little sniveling coward at the front of the line. So we'll have to watch very closely here. What's the latest on the masks and the other mandates in states across the country? Oh, it turns out people are now saying things that I've been saying for two years, two years now. I mean, almost to the day. I mean, it's starting certainly in March. So we're a couple of weeks out for two years. I have held the line against these mandates and particularly against masks, which the whole this was the beginning of all of the madness. The beginning of all of the madness was masking comply do this do this stupid thing that we can all see whether you're doing it or not that you know is dumb but it shows you're one of the people who obeys it shows you're one of the good people who does what they are told well what are they saying about it now we'll get to that in a second if there's one apparel company that i'm going to get excited about it's tommy john they make the most comfortable everyday loungewear t-shirts hoodies and underwear you can find It's a gift you're going to want to buy for yourself and a gift you're going to want to share with those you love. When you and your favorite folks wear Tommy John, you're going to be that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. Tommy John doesn't just have customers. They have fanatics. We're both in that category, Clay and I, and I love it. I'm wearing Tommy John all the time. Tommy John makes you feel perfectly at ease. It's so comfortable. Their fabrics are soft and stretch. You're going to want to wear this stuff all the time. With over 17 million pairs sold, Tommy John has made lots of Americans feel more comfortable than ever. If you haven't tried this brand yet, their Valentine's Day sale is your perfect opportunity. Plus, there's no risk because every gift is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free, guarantee. Get $20 off your order of $100 or more right now at TommyJohn.com slash buck. That's TommyJohn.com slash buck for $20 off. TommyJohn.com slash buck. $20 $20 off C-Site for details. you got to check it out. I love it. I'm wearing a Tommy John t-shirt right now. All right. Let's see what happens when 
the libs are confronted with the most straightforward questions. These are questions that should have been asked constantly for the last two years. Now that it's all too obvious, now that they've failed, now that the politics have turned and enough Americans realize what the hell are these lunatics making us do? What's this double masking crap? Fauci last month saying cloth masks work. I, I, the cloth mask will keep you not very safe or even particularly especially safe from the virus. But the mitigation effect of a piece of glorified paper over your face loosely draped is enhanced by the fact that you will be obeying my dictate as Emperor Fauci and uh, God of all things, not just virus, but everything, because that's what I am, Fauci says. Yeah. Uh, What happens when you ask the most basic questions? By the way, these people are not heroes. The journalists that are coming forward now, and when it's safe, so to speak, because it's all so freaking obvious, they don't get a pat on the back for doing their jobs two years late. Not at all. Not even a little bit. You know, fake tapper among them over at CNN. Oh, I'd like to ask a real question now. Here you go. Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey, who said that they're lifting mask mandates in a few weeks in schools. He's asked the most basic question. Did masking as a policy in your state work? Here's how that went for him. Play two. As you know, uh, most states do not have mask mandates for schools. Uh, have you seen evidence that these mask mandates have been necessary, that the spread and mortality rates in states where they didn't have mask mandates uh, were far worse than in places where they did have mask mandates like New Jersey? Yeah, I mean, New Jersey is clearly the place I know the best. And God bless our precious kids, no matter where they are. Please, God, they stay healthy and stay alive. There's no question that masking in our schools since the beginning of the school year uh, has been a very uh, smart public health step. I think we've had just over 2,600 cases of students uh, with uh, COVID positive since the beginning of the school year. That's out of 1.4 million kids. Uh, So it's a pretty stark uh, piece of evidence, I think, that this has absolutely worked. But you got to meet the moment. Notice all the babble. First of all, I want to say that, you know, our kids are precious and you know, all this politician speak. Where's the data, you idiot? Prove it. How does your school system do the last six months or whatever it is? The last. Yeah, let me see. Uh, September, October, November, December. Yeah, last six months. How does your school system do compared to other school systems in this country? That did not have mask mandates. You know what you'd find out if you lined it up? Didn't do a damn thing. Didn't do a damn thing. The numbers speak for themselves. It's obvious. By the way, if I was wrong, if this, don't you think Phil Murphy would say, oh, look at this study or oh, look at this? No, instead he says we had low COVID cases in the schools. Yeah, that's not how science works, you idiot. What are the numbers? Compare them to another place with a control group. Think about this. I mean, you know, it's like he's, you know, serving somebody. It's it's like he's serving a group of people a pizza and saying, I make the best pizza in the world. They say it's the best pizza they've had all day. And you say, well, hold on a second. That's not the same thing. Did, did they try anyone else's pizza? I mean, is there anything? You're, what are you comparing it to? Shut up. It's the best pizza in the world. That's what they're doing with masking. 
oh, look, masking works so great because we had people that were sick and people didn't get sick. And there would have been more if we didn't mask. That's not how it works. Sounds like a moron. But what else are you going to say? We're wrong the whole time. Masking up everybody is idiotic. Buck was right the whole time. Why was I right the whole time? Hmm, It's not hard. I'm not the only one, but there were a lot of conservatives, I'll say, in the early days who were like, oh, I think maybe we should mask a little bit. Just a little bit of masking. Just a bit of mask. Just a bit. Mm, No. No. Sorry. Because I knew what this would turn into. Political symbol, sign of obedience. People all of a sudden develop this, oh, I'm a good person. I wear a mask all the time. It's, It's like a religious object for them now. I can't go outside without my mask on. So... Here's Dr. Wen over at CNN trying. I mean, she, she's amazing. The science has changed, she's saying. Now, that's not true. The science has not changed. And she was trying to get kids to wear N95 masks about a month ago. Science hasn't changed. They just realized they, they, they were losing. They're losing their grip on your face. And so they're becoming desperate. Here is Dr. Wen here. Play. Six. There actually is a harm that we should be discussing of children continuing to mask. That doesn't mean that masking doesn't have its place for children when there are very high rates of hospitalization. If we get a new variant in the future that children are particularly susceptible to, we may want to bring masks back. But we should also be intellectually honest and say that masking has had a cost, especially for the youngest learners, uh, people with English as a second language, children with learning disabilities. There has been a cost to them. So the risk benefit calculation has really changed oh wait it's changed we've known there were costs all along unless you're a moron you knew there were costs to masking first one you can't breathe normally start with that you can't understand people you can't see their faces for children think about what this means developmentally for for kids with speech impediments who can't see lips anymore what do you think that means for them we've known this all along nothing changed But now they're trying to justify their cowardice with new data. This is the Fauci routine. Oh, we were certain, but then the new numbers came in. The science evolved. Science didn't evolve. They just wanted to do what they did when they did it. That's it. Full of crap. Here's Dr. Wen again saying, yeah, it should shift to being an individual responsibility. There was a and is a time and place for pandemic restrictions, but when they were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as we can. And in this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron, which is the dominant variant. Everyone five and older have widespread access to vaccines. And we also know about one-way masking, the idea that even if other people around you are not wearing masks if you wear a high quality mask that also protects you the wearer too and so in this case i'm not saying i don't think anyone really is saying that no one should ever wear masks but rather that the responsibility should shift from a government mandate imposed from the state or the local district of the school rather it should shift to an individual responsibility by the family who can still decide that their child can wear a mask if needed no no Sorry, this is not this is not how we're going to how we're going to exit the madness by them saying, yeah, we did everything right and we may do it again in the future. But okay, we'll stop being so crazy for right now. Nope. It was all it was all a fraud, a sham, stupid, wrong. She was wrong. They were cowards. The data never supported this. We're never doing this again. We're never doing this again. That's what needs to be 
the only way we come out of this unacceptable an unacceptable situation uh, for them to pretend like this in any way was okay. I mean, Senator Rand Paul knows, for example, the Stacey Abrams photo and that whole situation. Listen to this. I think if she were honest, she would admit that it's theater. I think almost all the politicians I see around uh, the Capitol are quickly putting them on for cameras, and it really is theater. They know it. I see them in private sitting down. They don't have their masks on. I interviewed uh, one of the nominees to head an agency for government. We sat and talked for 45 minutes in my office, and then they said they wanted a picture, and I said, well, sure. He says, you mind if I put my mask on? I said, hey, whatever (laughs) floats your boat, you know? But I mean, it is. It is all theater at this point, and if it were just just adults being stupid, that would be fine. You have a right to be stupid in a free country, but you don't have a right to force this on children. That's right. You don't have a right to force this on children. It is child abuse. And the people pushing it should be ashamed. Dr. Wen, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Walensky, Joe Biden, all of them ashamed. They were wrong, folks. We were right the whole time. More on this tomorrow. Talk to you then. Shields high.